Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to the latest episode of the High Ground Podcast. Uh, I'm excited because we are going to be diving into some fan films, which is something I'm not normally into. I've seen a few in my day. Um, it's not my forte, but I'm bringing on some awesome people that uh, that can talk film from different perspectives. And yeah, we're going to jump in there and check out the best of the best. We're doing that right now on the High Ground. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the High Ground Podcast. We have um, two people who've been here before and two who are here for the first time, but I've been wanting to have on forever. And finally, Nicole didn't just say no to me, so that's awesome. <laughs> was never the case. Don't lie to the people. Never yeah. the case. No, you had, you had work obligations last time, which is totally yes, cool. Unfortunately. And, and and Peyton, I was originally saving you for like the last Jedi one, but I'm like, it's gonna it's gonna be a while till I go there again. So you can. You hey can man, I'll come those. back. Just let me know. <laughs> awesome. Um, so I want to start by let's go around and uh, and I'm gonna ask, who are you? Where can we find uh, your amazing content? And uh, lately with Book of Boba Fett. I don't know that the fans are just big old simps, uh, just a bunch of simp lords running around. So uh, let's see if I can recreate it. Uh, <clears throat> you get to marry anyone in Star Wars, but divorce is not an option. Uh, <laughs> so you're, you're gonna you're, you're, you have to get a spouse from the Star Wars universe, but like I said, divorce isn't an option. That means that you have to pick someone that uh, you think you're gonna have some longevity with. Um, so yeah, let's go around and we'll go to, uh, Harith first and anyone that's in the chat. I'd love to see your guys' answers as well. Oh, I'm Harith Productions. You can find me on Harith Productions on TikTok and, uh, every Monday I do the They Fly Now show on YouTube at every, I think it's the same time as High Ground, usually 5 p.m. Pacific, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. Uh, we usually talk about set topics and yeah, and who can marry in Star Wars? Oh, that's kind of hard. I would probably say, um, I'm just going to say Jen or so, because why not? Jen or so? Okay. No, good. Good choice. Awesome. And uh, let's go to uh, to Peyton. All right. Hello. Um, I'm Peyton. You can find me on TikTok at PeytonJB and pretty much everywhere else, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, if you're a movie fan and you use Letterboxd, I'm also on there way too much um but <laughs> yeah i'm first and foremost i'm a fan of movies and star wars has a couple of those i've gotten more into star wars interacting with everyone on the star wars side of tiktok it was kind of by accident but now i just my love of star wars has grown over the past year for uh just way bigger than it used to be i mean i grew up with it but it still um was kind of on the back burner for a while and you guys uh beat it out of me basically <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah if i can marry anyone in star wars my first thought was ray just because she's so nice and i feel like she appreciates the little things you know and i don't know i just feel like she could there's never a dull moment with ray but i also thought about c3po because he'll just never hold a grudge <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know awesome uh, i 
I'm I'm trying to picture that. You know, like I don't want uh, someone always telling me the odds. So I don't know. <laughs> we'll we'll see. Uh, how about you, Hannah? I agree that C3PO would get old fast potentially. I, I'm just picturing that the him butting in. But anyway, hi. Um, I'm Hannah. <laughs> Um, and uh, you may know me as Discount Bo-Katan on TikTok. That is where I do most of my creating. Um, and I'm also an actor and director. And um, if I were to marry a Star Wars character, my I already made a TikTok about this question. Kind of a joke answer, kind of a strategic answer. My my answer I already gave was Luke because it's like, oh, well, you know, he, you know, we're both gay in the wrong direction, so no hard feelings. We can each live our lives. And I feel like that's what <laughs> yeah. um, But um, I, uh, my genuine answer would have to be Ahsoka. I think that um, she would be an incredibly supportive partner. And I think that um, would balance each other out quite well. Okay. I, I like it. And real quick, I have to, uh, you know, do a, a shout out and say thank you for the super super chat. I don't know what two NZD is, but it sounds cool. Uh, it's in for Jar Jar only, Dark Lord Jar Jar for life. Uh, and we, <laughs> uh, I I started laughing because like the very first person I saw, um, uh, oh, we got a super chat. Thank you so much, uh, Connor. The very first one I saw was was Yoda. Um, Yoda final answer. Uh, we we got some love for for Watto. Uh, I mean, I feel like Watto would, I don't know, be able to provide. He seems good with money. I don't know. I, he makes me uncomfortable. Very. <laughs> uh, Chris Starry's lawyer says, "Who would I marry? Hera, Ray." Um, awesome. Saint Pat says, "Senator Chuchi." That's a really good choice. That's a good choice. Yeah. I'm not, not even, man. Uh, Blonde Tapperway says uh, Ben Solo. Always a great choice, especially if you're saying Ben and not Kylo Ren. <laughs> um, let's see here. Brooke says marriage, you say? I can't think of anyone. And if you aren't aware, her name is uh, Brooke of Boba Fett. So that might <laughs> Might give you an answer. I forget who I picked last time, but now I'm thinking Fennec. I mean, Fennec is just always a uh, always a good choice. And of course, Babu Frick. Because who wouldn't want to come home to that? To so much hype when you walk in the door, you get a hey, hey, every single time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, how, how about you, uh, Nicole? You know, Where can oh, we find yeah. your awesome stuff? And uh, yeah, who are you marrying? I mean, I, I already know, but that's okay. <laughs> Do you? No, I don't know. Um, hi, my name is Nicole. Um, you can find me on TikTok at Nicole Maricela. You can find me on Instagram, Nicole.Maricela. Same thing, just with a dot in between. Um, yeah, and I think the obvious answer is is this guy right here. I can't tell my direction. That's Poe po Dameron. Um, <laughs> um, po Dameron is my my safety answer, my go-to. But Senator Chuchi is definitely a close second. I, I fell in love with both of these characters very quickly. Um, uh, when I first saw them, uh, I think they're both very driven characters. They both take their jobs very seriously, um, and I I admire that. And I also feel like there's there's potential for good rapport with with those two characters. So um, I like to vamp off of people, and I think whoever knows me has seen that. And um, yeah, 
I, I like I like Poe and, and Senator Chuchi. Those are my top two choices. Awesome. I, <laughs> I, I love it. Um for for me, uh, which I, I am, you know, married already, and it actually happens to be my anniversary uh tonight. We're doing stuff oh. this weekend. Oh. But it's, it's three years, three years tonight. Um I'm gonna have to agree with Master Yoro here and say uh Geode. <laughs> I, someone I can count on, someone that's reliable. Solid as a rock. Um no in, in all in all seriousness though, I mean I it's it's hard not to choose Padme, but like I feel like she also wouldn't have any time for me at any point. So <laughs> that's that's also true. But you know, I think I can do my own thing. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, Padme. <laughs> Final answer. Final answer. Um, but awesome. Now, this episode, uh, I wanted to talk about fan films because like the quality has just gone up. Like I remember the stuff I remember was just straight up booty like it was it was <laughs> it was not it was not great so we call them independent <laughs> low budget b b rate movies let's give it a little respect <laughs> uh, no that's true <laughs> no but like as you know time and like the technology has advanced people are now able to do professional grade work or get the professional grade tools um to work with and like we've seen a big old like jump up in quality and uh because of that i wanted to dive into some of these fan films and and see what's uh see what's popping so i brought on you guys because you guys all know stuff you have different uh niche little groups when it comes to film and so that's the second thing i wanted to do was kind of go around and by the way this is meant to be conversational i am going around so that you know people know where where to, where to go but um yes <laughs> um, so yeah feel free to, to jump out if, if something speaks to you but i i have to uh to ask like for each of you i want to hear what your relationship is with film like what is what is your thing is it acting directing writing the cinematography um sound and scoring you know, that whole thing and what part of star wars um really encapsulates you know the things that you love specifically uh and i'll i'm gonna start with uh with peyton okay so i mean i just i love movies so this is an exciting question i would say probably my main interest was always cinematography i always loved how much cinematography adds to a character or a scene or the story in general it's like telling a story in and of itself it just adds an extra layer to everything so i mean that that might be why my favorite is the last jedi because i think that that is the best shot star wars movie in my opinion but yeah cinematography is probably the one that jumps out at me the most awesome um i love it and all right who else i'll have you guys start start jumping up <laughs> not all at once um, okay, well, I have my mouth. So, um, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm an actor. I'm a professionally trained actor. I graduated eons ago. No, uh, five years ago. Um, and I studied acting for film and television. Um, I've always loved to perform. I did acting in high school and before then. So I've been acting for like a decade, but professionally for like five years um, after I graduated. Um, 
I like all aspects of film, um, being in front of the camera, being behind the camera, pre-production, post-production. Um, uh, I've made my own independent projects on non-existent budgets <laughs> um, uh, from, from directing, from starring, from writing, from editing. Um, I've, I've learned a couple of uh, things from each, each respect of film. So yeah, I'm, I'm also a big film fan um, and, and I, I love performing. I, I love working those creative muscles, like I said, in front of or behind the camera. And I think the thing that sticks out to me when it comes to film, uh, Star Wars and film, it's, um, it's the cinematography. I think the, the way that the cinematography and the special effects are able to take us to a completely different galaxy and immerse us in such a artistic way. It's, um, it's so captivating. And that's probably one of my favorite things. That's, that's, that's something that uh, drew me into star Wars as a, as a franchise in general. Um, I've been, on, I've only been a fan for like two years and some change. So uh, I don't remember my life before star Wars, but I'm glad that I don't. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what drew me in um, the cinematography. That's one of the fields I haven't really done a lot of work in. I, like I, I mentioned all the stuff that I did before, but um, cinematography is something I haven't really done. Um, I've always had someone else taking care of that for me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That's something that, um, that just keeps me fascinated with any type of uh, Star Wars media I consume, whether it's a show or, or a film. Um, that's, that's something I take away with me uh, for forever. Awesome. I love it. I, and I, I mean, if if there are some Nicole projects floating around there, you know, <laughs> feel, yeah. feel free to feel free to, to to talk about them, or you know, send us some links uh, or, or whatnot. Uh, is there anything you you want to share? Uh, maybe one of these days. Uh, you know, the right right after I graduated, I I did a I did a web series, an independent thing. Um, and uh, I let it see the light of day for like two, three years, and then I kind of, I kind of let it collect dust. So maybe one of these days I'll, I'll bring it back out for people to consume and and shit on. Am I allowed to curse? I'm sorry. Is this a? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're 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 fine. I mean, we don't want it to be a main thing, so I don't get flagged and stuff. But okay, that's why that's, I ask. <laughs> we can, we use it to to, to season things. Right? Seasoning. Okay, great, 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 great. Yeah. So, yeah. One of these days, maybe I'll I'll let my stuff see the light of day again. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, oh, Connor in the chat says, uh, we need to make you a YouTube membership. I actually have one. Uh, you guys should, I, I don't really talk about it cause I don't know how to promote my stuff <laughs> properly, but, um, if, if you do want to support the channel, there is a YouTube membership option, um, that you are more than welcome to sign up for. Uh, I love making content. I want to keep, keep doing it and then hopefully turn it into a full-time gig. So any support towards that would be awesome, but it is not needed. Um, anywho, we have two left. Uh, who who wants to go? I will. Oh. Yeah, no, you can go. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, yeah, I'll pop it. Um, uh, yeah, I um, so I, as it relates to film, I've only ever acted, um, but uh, I am a theater director as well. So some of those, like you know, some of the eye for that stuff translates and it doesn't always translate to the production aspect but when i'm like analyzing film i'm analyzing it kind of in a director way a lot of the time um which is really uh kind of an interesting way to look at it um 
but yeah, I mean, I've, I've acted in film before. I have so much fun doing it. Um, it is, it is a big old good time. And I just love to watch everyone around me do their, you know, magic. And then it comes out at the end and it's like, oh my God, my face, that screen, crazy. Um, so <laughs> that's, that's my relationship to filmmaking. I'm, I've been taking more classes in college though, in relation to actual uh, production. Nice. I love it. And uh, what what is is there a specific Star Wars right. episode, movie, something like that that encapsulates that's the stuff that you love? Yeah, I well when I watch a movie, the thing that I'm really looking to like be taken by are really complex characters, really interesting characters, characters that are being examined, you know, pretty thoroughly. Um, which is why I love The Last Jedi because I think that it's like one big character study. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I'm just drawn to like stories with characters that I really care about and that like really interest me. And, you know, sometimes if the plot isn't like all there, if the characters are, I'm sold. I'm absolutely sold. It does not need to be even a coherent movie. I can watch a bad movie, but if it's like, oh, I really related to that character, I'll walk away with a smile on my face. <laughs> awesome i love i mean for, from like luke in the last jedi specifically his acting was incredible um uh, plus you know uh, ben you can feel his intensity in every scene like it's just like pouring like, out of the screen um yeah so there's there's some powerhouse performances in there adam driver is crazy in that movie I love it. yeah <laughs> um oh Sorry, just a real quick. Uh, Connor says, "Hate to say it, there's no way to join your membership." I just realized uh, I'd set it up, but but never turned it on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> so so I did turn it on. If anyone refreshes uh, the, the 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 screen, that you you'd probably see it. But I, again, um, Harith, last yeah. but not least, uh, what do you love? So. When I, if I had to like, like specify into filmmaking, what I particularly do, I'm in college right now studying for a minor in film, media production in particular. And what I mainly focus on, in my opinion, is film editing. I love the editorial process of like going through scenes and figure out what works, what doesn't work, how can I fix the pacing, what can I, how can I like execute the director's vision and what he wants to do in a film. And if I had to like compare it to Star Wars of any movie, it would probably be A New Hope because I love the documentary called Star Wars Episode Four: New Hope Saved in the Edit. I feel like that like perfectly like typically it's like a bad production happening, but like the editors are able to go in and like fix the movie and make it into like this masterpiece we see today. Yeah, and sometimes it works the exact opposite way. Looking at you, Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that one. <laughs> I mean, they, they had a, a trailer team make it. Like, it was horrible. You know? No, that, that is that is true. Um, I, I never got into super into film myself, but I love to write. Um, I love to, to write and I love storytelling. So for me, like a story is a story. Um, I I have trouble in my mind differentiating between the different mediums. Like obviously certain stories are best told over certain mediums, but it's like, what are you trying to convey? And I think the story should come first. And that's one of the things I love about Star Wars is there's a lot of things that George Lucas does that breaks away from conventional filmmaking, at least the conventional filmmaking of its time. And he's just doing whatever the hell because he has a story 
in his heart that he's trying to put onto a to to a screen um doesn't follow the regular movie trail i mean it certainly follows um a decent amount of them but there's also like he wanted to just have droids wander in the desert for like 45 minutes like dude's a <laughs> dude's a madman um so yeah that's that's kind of like what really hits me uh but yeah let's let's kind of jump into it so essentially what i did is <clears throat> I, I went a little bit of a different route this time so I, I had the people in the community like build me a list of their favorite star wars fan films and then rather than make everyone watch the same ones i had us all just kind of pick and choose which ones we we're going to watch so that we can really see what what speaks to each of us um and so I want to kind of go around and have people talk about one of the ones that they've seen and um, and basically pitch us on us. You know, what was the story? What was it about? What was great about it? What would you change? Um, I left a few questions on if you want to want to answer those. But um, I don't, let's go to Hannah first. Um, so the... Uh, and yeah, and just just pick one of the ones that that you watched, and uh, and kind of walk us through it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the the actually the first one that I watched, um, was it was uh, Force of Darkness. It's the Kylo versus Vader, um, fan film, and uh, it was, I mean, you know, it starts Kylo is arriving on a snow planet. It looks kind of Star Killer basey, but I'm sure it's not. Um, and they're looking for something, which um, you can pretty easily fill in the gaps that they're they're looking for. The map to Luke Skywalker, um, and he sort of gets sidetracked um, and sees Vader in the forest, and they fight. And um, their fighting styles are just like super accurate to the way that the characters do it in the movie. It's like a really well choreographed fight for these two um, characters who have such like specific styles. Um, and essentially it's Vader tormenting him and saying, you know, oh, you'll never be good enough. You'll never be good enough. He, Vader beats him ultimately, um, ish for a moment, has him in a chokehold. Um, and, you know, Kylo has to, uh, have his lightsaber, which is on the ground, skewer him like a little metallic kebab. Um, and <laughs> then... <laughs> you know, take Vader's saber and cut his head off with it. It's very, it's intense, especially for this, you know, man that you know that then worships, um, have him like taunt him and then have to kill him. It's it's um, very emotional for him, I'm sure. And uh, that comes through despite the fact that both of the actors are masked the whole time. Um, I guess they couldn't get Adam Driver, I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it really comes across and you can kind of feel his anguish. Um, and then it, it all fades, it was a vision, blah, blah, blah. Ostensibly Snoke taunting him um, somehow. Ooh. And it's a, uh, you know, it, it, it all ties together in this end credit scene where he's in his chambers sort of like decompressing and then um, an officer comes in and says, hey, we found a new lead to the map, which ostensibly leads us into The Force Awakens. Um, and I just really enjoyed it so much. The fight was so brilliantly done. It was just, you know, the intensity for Ben was was really, really there. I don't know. It's I think they said it was posted two years ago. I don't know, like, where in the 
timeline of things that had been released, it was made. Um, but it totally reminded me of that moment in uh, The Rise of Skywalker where Palpatine is saying, you know, I'm every voice that you've ever heard inside your head. And one of the voices is um, that of Vader. Uh, so it's like, oh, my God, like full circle. He's being taunted by <laughs> Vader appearing to him. But anyway, I love that. I love Ben. So I loved that. Yeah, that's and again, that's that's Force for Darkness. The production value on it is really good. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely am gonna recommend y'all y'all check it out. Um, at the end, I'll put like when this gets posted for people, I'll put you know links to each one. I don't want to show too much of, <laughs> of them on the screen because I do want you guys to go look at it. Also, I don't know if I can get in trouble for that because it's not mine, and we're just talking about it. Copyright. Very confusing. But they can't copyright it. I know, it's, not... it's really weird. Hmm. But I can cut. Hmm. <laughs> it's confusing. You too. There's some gray areas, and I, I will uh, I'll err on the side of caution while still preferring to ask for uh, forgiveness rather than permission. Right. <laughs> and films are just confusing gray areas as is. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been on like productions for them, but I've helped out with people. It's very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, either way, shouldn't get us get caught because our pictures were like in the frame and there was no sound. So yeah, we, yeah. we should be all good. Um, if only there was a lawyer here. <laughs> There's not. <laughs> a lawyer uh, I, I, who I, has some interest in Star Wars, perhaps, could help us out with this particular. <laughs> uh, that's too specific, Hannah. Refine no, your. I... What am I asking for? <laughs> too much. Uh, we... Too much. um but yeah all right uh so i mean do do you recommend it who do you recommend it to um yeah i mean if you you love kylo you'll love it um honestly if you don't like kylo and you want to see him get a little bit molly by vader you probably would also like (laughs) Like, you know kylo aunties and and stand it's for everybody yeah yeah you know um And also, if you just appreciate, because the bulk of the movie is this fight, mm. if you just appreciate like a really well shot fight, um, I, I would recommend it. It's only ten minutes long, as are most of these, um, so not not too much of your time uh, to look at something pretty cool. Awesome! All right, I love it. Uh, Nicole, how about you? Which which one are you to check out? I. I saw three on, I'm going to pull up my notes right now for the one that I really liked. Give me a moment. Um, okay. So I saw one called Hoshino. Um, when I pick things that I want to watch, it's, um, it's more often than not based on what I associate the title with. I, I, I read a title and I like to free associate. So before I figure out the synopsis, before I figure out the plot, anything, um, I, I look at the, at the the title and I think, okay, what could this possibly mean? So I free associate, it could be a character, it could be uh, a setting, it could be a place, it could be a, a historical event, who knows? And um, whatever sounds the most riveting in this little pea brain of mine, I'm like, yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> so <laughs> with Hoshino, um, before you know, I read the description, um, I was like, maybe this is a planet. This is like a planet that a person has made up and we're gonna explore a planet. Or maybe this is a name of a general or a pilot, who knows? So that, you know, that was kind of my reasoning to, to pick this one. And um, 
when you made the list, you sent us out the list. It was uh, listed in the uh, original trilogy era, and I and I'm very I'm always fascinated with uh, that uh, that timeline, the original trilogy. So yeah, um, it's about uh, the journey of a uh, blind Jedi master and kind of their journey of becoming one with the Force. We get a back uh, a backstory of um, when they were training, when they were. Uh, a young Jedi in training with their um, with their master, um, and then the story of basically how she became blind. And um, uh, the notes I have here, um, I really like the the makeup effects that they had for uh, the the um, for Hoshino. That's the that's the main character. That's the Jedi master. That's her right there. Um, I really love the the makeup that they did with. Um, with the contacts and and the scarring, I thought that was super cool. Um, I wrote Jedi threads were well done. I, I I'm a big fan of uh, of costumes and if people can nail them properly, um, and I think that that this this short really did it well. I loved their, their threads, the Jedi threads. They were they were looking fresh, looking nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> another thing I really liked um, I had really nice dialogue it was very short and direct and, and curt and i like that a lot there's a line that stuck out to me from hoshino's master i think right before this fight that you're previewing right now or after i'm not i'm not sure it was in this moment um one of one of my lines one of my favorite lines for him was this is light but it has weight he was referring to his lightsaber because she because she's getting tired in this in this scene she's getting very tired of having to fight with a stick and battle with a stick and um, he 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 points to his lightsaber and goes, "Remember, this is this is light." But it, there it is. That moment, this is when he shows his lightsaber. This is light, but it has weight. And um, I think that spoke volumes because I'm because obviously I'm sure he's referring to this is the light side. However, this thing, this weapon that we carry, it has weight. So um, that stuck out to me a lot. Um, so I love the training that they do. Um, uh, I wrote down compelling and layered dynamic between uh, Master and Padawan. I thought that was great. Um, and one of the final things that I really liked was uh, the lighting in some of these scenes. It really set the tone, especially when they were um, uh, showing um, the, the, you know, probably most unforgettable moment of Hoshino's life of uh, becoming blind. The lighting mm -hmm. was was just oh so well well done and uh, overall in this film it was really well done um so yeah this was a this is really solid it's i think like seven eight nine minutes long not too long and um i loved everything about it i think this one stuck out the most to me out of the films that i've uh seen so far yeah so I recommend it to anybody who is, uh, you know, an OT stan. Um, and even if that's not your favorite um, era or timeline, I still I still say go for it because the themes here were, were just really well done, like any Star Wars film um, about um, about patience, about um, about trust and, and things like that. Um, so. I, I want to recommend it to everybody. I think it was just so well done. And I, <laughs> uh, um, I really also recommend it to people who are in love with dialogue. Um, if that's one of the things that gets you hooked, I recommend that. Um, but I, I think the script was really well done. And the actors delivered. They delivered. I, I, I think mm -hmm. the direction was really well done because it can, you know, dialogue can look really phenomenal on paper, but it really does ultimately matter how it gets delivered. So I think uh, whoever the director was, 
a plus because that was that was really a lot of well uh, good delivery uh in the short yeah i, I especially because uh, i especially loved you know like you said the lighting in that cave scene because mm -hmm. when you're in a cave how do you show stuff you know right. like there is there's just certain problems and for, for me that's the thing I am really interested in when it comes to film. Uh, so I, I know I talked about writing, but mm -hmm. I also love the uh, the problem solving aspects of it. Of like, yeah, okay, I want this shot. How do I get it? I'm gonna have to hook this camera up on a pole and like snake it back through this thing. You know, <laughs> like I don't know that type of like engineering type things is just fascinating. Um, and I, again, like you said, the dialogue is, is great. One of the things that he says in this one is, you know, the difference between a lightsaber and um, and like their wooden sword is that a lightsaber can be turned off. It's a sword mm -hmm. that doesn't have Another to be line. a sword. And you're like, damn. So, I'm, I'm, like, I'm telling you, I know. Whoever wrote this, whoever the screenwriter, uh, playwriter is, I want to talk. This is great. Great <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> It's really good. Really well done. Awesome. Uh, how about you, Peyton? What would you, uh, which one are you went with? So I want to talk about, this is a simpler one, but it's an animation called TIE Fighter. And the reason I want to talk about this one is because there's no dialogue. It's just kind of the pew pews, you know? It, it's essentially <laughs> fine, just fine. a random space battle um, between the Empire and the Rebels. But I love the aesthetic of it. Everything is so fluid. It's like has kind of an 80s anime sort of vibe to it. And I love there's this thing it does constantly where it shows the stormtroopers in the cockpit of the TIE fighter and it'll show mm -hmm. their helmets. But then the helmets will will fade away to show their expressions. And so it adds so much life to it. And I also thought it was kind of interesting to see a space battle where the Imperials actually win. Um, oh, wow. And yeah, just everything is so pretty. And in in, it it's is. only like seven minutes long, but it just flies by. Wow. It's really beautiful. No, this is yeah, really lie, well it, it, it was pretty jarring because it's from the point of view of the Empire, so it feels propaganda -y. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But it's really just about the aesthetic for me. Like, just exactly. notice like how everything flows together is so nice it's visions before visions I'm yeah exactly. say, like, uh, visions right <laughs> and there's a i look through the comments on this one there's so many people that are like it's way better than what visions gave us disney oh, stop. <laughs> um Man. but no i i really really enjoyed this one it was so fun and i also want to say i did watch the one that that hannah talked about and i love that one as well but the production value on these are so great and yeah it, it is just weird seeing a point of view of the empire especially that they win at the end um yeah i thought that was an interesting choice but yeah you'll see right there what it did to, to um show that character's expression just kind of the helmets disappear and it's all so smooth it just happens in an instant it's such such a simple thing but like when done well it's just i don't know it's just so it's so gorgeous um I yeah I really enjoyed this one as well. Um, uh, it, it I love I love the anime Initial D, um, and this felt very Initial D to me. Initial D in space. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So definitely check out uh, check this out if you guys want to watch the whole thing in its entirety. Um, and so yeah, I like Peyton. Highly recommend this one. 
Um, and uh, also, sorry, I, I I didn't realize that you had also seen. I knew someone else had watched the uh, the, the Vader one. I tried to put those ones at the bottom, but yeah, if you've also seen it, then feel free to be part of that conversation as well. Yeah, there's for a couple, sure. Okay. There's a couple I mean, more where there's over. Hannah covered like everything. She she captured it all. I, I just also wanted to add though that the guy who voiced Vader in that. I thought at first that they used clips from James Earl Jones, but they didn't. Like, it was actually a person voicing Vader, and he did a really good job. And kind of building on what Peyton was saying, I, I wasn't really familiar. I watched it when it came out, but I kind of went back and kind of looked into research of how it started. Apparently, they were working on that since 2015. Like, right after Force Awakens came out. It was in production for, like, four years. You can kind of tell about how, like, how crazy the, like, the effects are for, like, a fan film. You could tell, like, they put a lot of time, money, and effort into that. That's insane. Yeah. It's uh, that one. It, it is gorgeous, and like how they made it look. I don't know, just just beautiful. It's called four I, years of grinding at a computer, just like literally, and, like, yeah, just never moving everything to detail. <laughs> yeah, color correcting frame by frame. Yeah, y'all, y'all are, are gnarly. I mean, I know, I know, Harith, you do that as well. I've seen you uh, yeah. edit to have Spider Man wear different, uh, you know, different yeah. suits and stuff scene by scene which is super yeah. sick um but yeah yeah how about you which uh what's one of your picks so again i remember you gave us like a master list of things and i remember i picked one in particular i know no someone else picked it but i picked one in particular and then i was thinking about it and i was having a conversation in vc about fan films and then i realized i was like oh my god how to forget about this one film how did nobody recommend this it's a fan film called jacku first wave it's basically them in an imperial like troop standport waiting to go out into the battle of jacku it's very much filmed like a like this is their last days in battle type thing where they're having a conversation. It's like three stormtroopers talking about how they got into the empire and like what their experiences were. And like one's like, oh, my brother died and I came like drafted into the empire. One Like they all go through one by one. And the way it's shot, directed, lit, it's almost like perfection. Because my biggest issue with fan films overall is they very much like the focus in on the action because it's super easy. Because like, okay, mm -hmm. well, well, if we can just shoot action. It doesn't really require much. We can just have that this what i love about this is all about the cinematography the, the writing the directing it's all about like the acting and like everything like how the scene is driven and like it's like again like it just encapsulates like what i want in a fan film is more of like the acting and the dialogue and how it, like the script basically drives everything the in-between moments yeah and like you could tell like they improv a lot and like they they worked and like i love how like instead of just using like because like a lot of fan films like they, like they shoot in fours just because oh it's easy just go to a random force let's go film and like let's just do an action sequence no i love how like they focus on the set directing and like you could just tell like they like they were like writing this and honestly like through the new can like i love the battle of jakku and this also just kind of adds like another layer on top of that so again this is the one i picked because like i just felt like it just is a lot different than the fan films you look on youtube because like it's not it's giving you something completely different than everything else is like delivering to you because it's all mm -hmm. built on how they got drafted into the war and again like it's another imperial point of view storyline and it's like this is like the last first troops going into the, the battle of jakku and like it starts off with like none of them survived yeah. so like it's like the last like grasps you see of them and before they die now it, it is uh, shot and lit perfectly yeah. and like building scenes and stuff like that is 
I don't know. Those those are just really interesting problems to have to solve, and yeah, getting into the tight shots and things. Now, I I don't fully even know what I'm talking about, but yeah, <laughs> um, no, the, you can tell like they used to have an angle on purpose to kind of add more tension to the scene because like you can see the guy like gripping the blaster ready to go. Like they're all nervous and they try to like chit chat, like casual, have casual conversations to like get their minds off the topic because like like whether they know it or not, they know this is the end for the empire and they're just waiting for the battle to begin yeah and, and that's the type of thing that i absolutely love so i i haven't watched through this one yet i know you recommended it but i ran out of time yeah um it's it's the life of also making content and trying to get <laughs> a uh, book of boba fett video up which is up on the channel check it out if you want to hear my thoughts <laughs> but uh yeah awesome okay all right all right so that's that's our, our first round um so i wanted to kind of get an idea of, of the timing. So let's go ahead. We'll go around one one last time. So if you're saving your favorite one for the end, don't. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make it through two apiece. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, who I know I've been calling on people, but uh, does anyone have feel especially strongly or um, we can grab. Uh, actually, let's talk about. Uh, Let's talk about Dark Jedi. I know a couple of people watched that one. Yeah, I watched that one. Yeah, that one was um, that one was one of those that you're kind of talking about, where it's like, let's go into a forest and do an action sequence. Yeah, but, um, yeah. it was it was <laughs> it was an opportunity for these awesome stunt performers to show off. Is basically what it was. Um, it was the stunts were insane. I mm -hmm. want to see way more hand-to-hand -hand integrated into lightsaber con combat going forward because I loved that so much. It was like, yeah, I have my lightsaber, but like, I think I might punch you in the face because I feel like it. <laughs> but it didn't feel like that. It didn't feel like, ah, you know, they're, they're putting something new in there. It felt like organic and like, oh, they're scrappy. Like, and they're, they're you know, they're, they're going for it, um, which I loved. And um, especially the lady, the Jedi, who's, I, I don't remember if they say her name, um, I don't remember names anyway, so watching <laughs> it, yeah. Um, and then uh, there was a little detail that I loved, um, which I mean, there were a couple of little details which I loved in that one. But um, every time a saber would like get set down onto the forest floor, which is like littered with all those leaves, um, it would leave a little trail where the blade was. Yes, where the leaves are now on cool. fire. Little crackles did come up. I was like, ah, that's that's attention to detail. If I've ever seen it, it was so cool. And no one ever does that. Like I, I never see mm -hmm. that. Never they never do that in like animation and stuff, um, in Rebels and things like that. Um, but I loved it. And yeah. the um, the oh, the detail with the Kyber crystal as well. He's got there. You can so see good. he's he's begun to turn to the dark side. He's got like an orb orange lightsaber. Mm -hmm. Um because he said like he, he didn't, he hasn't figured out how to bleed his kyber crystal all the way. Um, and then, spoiler alert, at the end where, when he's killed by somebody else and she turns to the dark side um, and takes his lightsaber, maybe hers, um, it changes to like a true red. It's like flickering between orange and true red. Um, and I, I loved that take on kyber crystals. I'm not sure if that's like technically how it works in canon, how, you know, however, you, you are feeling in the moment is what color your crystal turns. Um, 
but it was yeah, really... lightsabers are like mood rings, didn't you know? Like, yeah. They just... <laughs> <laughs> Who remembers it was, those? It was a really just to derail for like two way seconds. To do yeah. it, but it was like, huh, I wonder if that's how right. it works. Because I know that, you know, in canon, Kyber Princes are, like, in tune with your thing, and that's how mm -hmm. lightsabers are activated without pressing the button, but... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... Uh, well, it's not canon. That's one of the things I really loved about the short in, um, in Star Wars Visions. Um, yeah. That one was uh, The Ninth Jedi. My favorite. Oh, it's so good. Yes. Well, second favorite. Tatooine Rhapsody for the win uh, for me. But Tatooine Rhapsody is great. It's a good one. Um, but I always love, I mean, like you said, the, the combat and stuff in this is definitely the main feature, uh, but it is, it is beautifully shot, beautifully lit mm -hmm. and animated and a lot of the, the functionality, like that scene is just beautiful, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to see what happens, you're going to have to watch the video. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was called Dark Jedi. Um, definitely go go check it out. Um, I, and... I wrote down some notes for that one too. Um, it was pretty much what Hannah said. I mean, the cinematography was done really well. I think I wrote down that they used, like, yeah, they did the let's go into a forest and, and battle battle this shit out. But they, I think they used the space in the forest very well, like especially cinematography wise. There was so many cool angles, so many different shots. I mean, I can only imagine how long each of those shots would have must have taken. Um, the tracking down. shot with the rolling yeah. lightsaber. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that thing. Um, I wrote down that the fight sequences were really well done. Um, I wrote down these two are obviously professionals and they know what they're doing. So this was one of those films that just showcased fight sequences and, 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 and combat. And I think it was very well done. Um, Twist at the End was fantastic. Um, I think it worked wonderful as a short, but I would love to see more of what what led up to this moment because i feel like i feel like if we had some sort of like history like visual history of these two i feel like i would have been like 20 20 times more invested in 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 this film but um and i i always i feel like i like to be sympathetic but critical at the same time i don't know if i found the right perfect balance of that yet but um i think this film might have been uh, a good test uh, a test for that because um i feel like when whenever you make any sort of project or a uh, film series whatever you're juggling seven eight to ten different things at once acting writing uh filming editing blah 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 and um it's hard it's hard to juggle all these things at once and to execute everything 100 percent, right um and i think this particular film dark jedi shows that not every single time you're going to nail that. There's some films that maybe do that or, or attempt to do that. But with this one, I, I could see that they were juggling um, the acting and, and, and um, the fight sequences and, and, and the cinematography. And I feel like because maybe for me personally, the dialogue might not have been my favorite. Um, and on top of that, the delivery didn't really go hand in hand with that. I think... The juggling might not have been perfect, but I think this is where the sympathy part comes in. I think that they really did a great job <laughs> at highlighting these two professionals and and um, 
just showing off the you know the the amazing choreography that these two were doing and um, that's like one hell of a reel for you know right for a fight artist like exactly oh my God. like maybe this isn't whatever like it's subject it's all it's all subjective right so maybe this wasn't like the best script you don't need that like if that's you know if that's something that wasn't one of your top priorities something that you were juggling cool fine but like you said this is a wonderful showcase of a fight choreography and still something to be proud of and i hope they are because well done I, th I thought it was really well done nonetheless awesome yeah i love it absolutely highly recommend everyone check it out it's um, short too it's like five six minutes not too long and that's a cool thing about a lot of these fan films some of them are uh, some, somehow the ones i, I always picked were all like 25 minutes long and i was like man <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's that's kind of the, the strength for like Jackie first wave. It's only like three minutes, and it's just like okay, let's let's get on these characters. What is this? That one's oh, let's let's fight this to show off like what our choreography skills are like. Right. Um. All right. We'll have uh, Peyton. I know you saw uh, Distant Echo is one of the ones that you watched. So I'd love to get you to to lead off your thoughts and feelings on it. So, first of all, this this one takes place when when Luke is training Ray. And I thought that that was really cool because it's as if it's it kind of could seem like a deleted scene from The Last Jedi almost. But it's a canon Legends crossover, which is interesting. I'm not like I know pretty much nothing about Legends, <laughs> um, but the uh, the solo twins, I think they're called from Legends, appear in this. Mm -hmm. And starting off the bat, the person who plays Luke, he's only in the, the first scene here, but he doesn't really, you know, obviously look like Mark Hamill, but he's got the speech patterns down. Like when R2 comes up to him and he's like, I know R2, like the way he says it, I was really impressed with that. And so this is essentially, um, it could also be seen as a reimagining of the cave sequence from The Last Jedi. Um, Rey goes into this forest and she's met with um, what, you know, is Kylo Ren at first. And he says that lightsaber belongs to me and then it cuts to all these different characters it cuts to episode three anakin and um these two other legends characters that i'm not too familiar with but um a fight ensues here and i thought that the editing was really cool because ray and and kylo are kind of transforming into these different characters as they're fighting and i thought it was all really well done and the production value was amazing i loved how kylo's lightsaber looks cracked like it does in the movies and just when they would uh cut to different characters it was just really smooth and i think someone else also saw this this film i did it as well okay i watched it when it came yeah, out but... and i thought it was really well done i oh, sorry i didn't cut you off. <laughs> like... no no it's okay i i was just uh looking at the scene i was gonna point out when uh when it transitioned but go ahead you know, like uh, a lot of the, like, the cool part about the sequence, like right here, like when they're walking around, there's a sequence where they're like on top of a tree and they're, like they're fighting back and forth, and like it'll transition between characters and characters, like it'll like flicker like back and forth, and like there was like no judder at all with the editing, like it was smooth, like you could tell they they we were focusing while they're filming this, like okay, we need to get this just right so the movements match up when we cut to a different actor or an actress when they're filming this. I thought it's like one of the best shot films when it comes to that angle because they they have so many things they need to like juggle. They're like, oh my god, how are we gonna balance having different actors and actresses like coming to different characters like that was a great shot right there and like you have legends characters fighting canon characters i thought it was really well done yep she turns into my girl jana fighting jason then, then back to ray yeah it's super well done and 
you you gotta you gotta respect like the love for the entire the entirety of the franchise. But sorry, I don't mean to cut you guys off. You can <laughs> if there's still items uh, you guys got uh, on this. You have any further thoughts, uh, Peyton? Um, I I really like the ending of this this fan film. I don't know if I should really talk about it because like in too much detail in case people want to watch it and they don't want it spoiled. But I'll just say that it essentially leads into ray's last jedi arc or at least the rest of it from this point in the story really well so that's another way it could kind of replace or add a scene from that movie yeah uh, absolutely and yep i'm cutting it off there so you'll have to actually go watch <laughs> the whole thing um and and you know support hopefully comment and like uh those videos as well so that more people can can check them out um <laughs> And uh, yeah, let's see here. There's another one that we had multiple people check out um, called Smuggler's Trade. Uh, who was the two that checked out Smuggler's Trade? Okay, I need to know, am I crazy or was that Dash Rendar? I have to just, it looks like I'm crazy. Um, okay, cool. Not Dash Rendar, thought it was. Don't know that much about Dash Rendar. He just came to Galaxy of Heroes. I kind of know what he looks like. And there was a guy and I was like, but <laughs> dash rendar uh is designed to be super like late 80s uh, <laughs> character lots of pouches um I don't, I don't know what's what's with all the pouches but um yeah yeah for for y'all that that saw it what do you uh um but honestly i uh, yeah i do believe this is supposed to be dash um oh okay well then why why everyone go cry, quiet and make me feel like a lunatic person? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't have the slightest idea of what you're talking about, so I can neither confirm nor deny. Um, I'd love to agree <laughs> if I knew what you're talking about. Um yeah, it, essentially, you know, Han's being Han, he's getting himself into trouble, um, cheating at cards and I mean, you know, it's a whole uh, little journey where he has to go and uh, rescue Chewie. He's been cheating at this game so that he can get a lightsaber out of the deal so that he can trade it to this really creepy collector guy who I'm obsessed with. What a great villain. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. Um, he's like very like, will of the four, you know, he's he's kind of like the, um, the fire and brimstone archetype for like the force, which are things that you don't usually see go hand in hand when, in Star Wars, because it's like, ah, uh, you know, and you've got the Sith and you've got the Jedi, but, and, and sometimes you have people who believe in the force who are neither of those, but like not very often. But this guy was like a diehard, like force worshiper, even though he was not like a force user, um, which was really neat to see, but he had like Chewie being held hostage and he, he was needed a, a lightsaber to trade for Chewie and then he got double crossed. Um, but I know that this guy in particular, Jamie, forget his last name. Costa? Costa? Yes. Yeah, Jamie Costa. He, um, I remember when Solo was coming out and the cast was first announced, people were pissed this guy was not playing Gung Han Solo. Like, I totally, I He looks I phenomenal. I, I had to do a double take. I was like, are they, did, like, what's their budget? Did they use a deep fake of yeah. <laughs> Harrison Ford's face or what? Because he looks really similar. Yeah, I was like, listening. did Harrison Ford have a baby with Robin Williams? And I didn't know about it. <laughs> right, that was exactly right. what I thought about. It was 
Robin Williams wow. and Fire Place and Burn together. Crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, I totally like in, I don't know, 2016 or whenever they announced like the cast of Solo, people were like, this clip was going around of this guy, not even from this movie, not even in costume this time, just doing a Harrison Ford impression as Han Solo. Wow. And you know, one of those like, a, hey kid, you know, just like a right. little like 20 second clip. And people were like, cast this man, like what? Lost um, opportunity. Wow. Yeah, I know that the Han they ended up going for was like a younger Han than he probably would have been playing, but um, probably, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it, it just like, it was nice to finally see what that hype was all about. I'm gonna have to watch this one then. I'm I'm excited to see this one. Just just for yeah, just for for Jamie alone. Yeah, kind of a building off of uh, Hannah was saying. I feel like the film was really well shot, like in the beginning sequence and in the ending sequence. I feel like the chase in the middle, like that's when you can kind of tell they ran out of budget because the green screen like effects of them like him going by was like they didn't like really spend their time on it that well so but that makes like, it more like star wars that really felt like the you're, you're not wrong like, yeah. oh, <laughs> you're not wrong yeah that's that is one of my favorite thing about star wars is is watching like all the the jank all, all the jank <laughs> behind the scenes like how you had to like build a little miniature bridge so that the little person that was playing Jabba's tail wouldn't get crushed by Carrie Fisher. <laughs> and like that type of stuff is just it's just funny. To, like I don't know the, the logistics of it. Like oh yeah we got Liam Neeson. Oh he's tall. Oh <laughs> damn it. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah and um, rebuild this the guy, sets. the Go ahead. Jimmy Costa he also played um in Obi-Wan in the, the Kenobi short film. He made both of those. Um, wow, and okay. Man is versatile. We love. He is yeah. a little chameleon, that one. Um, because <laughs> he killed both. Like... <laughs> I didn't realize that was him as as Kenobi. Yeah. I was I was too busy staring at uh, at, at James Arnold Taylor. Um, <laughs> the voice of Obi-Wan Kenobi playing the Imperial in that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say this is also like, this is when you could tell the fan films are in the era of the GoFundMe era, because like you could tell they put a lot of money into the costumes and set direction. And like, you could tell that that's what they, all the budget went into that opening sequence. Yeah, the makeup and the costumes were really, really good. Yeah. yeah definitely. Um, awesome. So, I mean, does, does anyone else have any more um, like, final ones that they want to share or bring up or um uh, did anyone see we got see, it um, one. go ahead i didn't i haven't seen that one i, I'm I haven't either but i'm interested yes oh it, it, i mean that's i you know it's kind of the direction that i personally expect that they will go in for the kenobi show um you know it's it's obi-wan in the desert, watching over Luke, dealing with, you know, I'm endangering him by being here, I gotta go, getting into hijinks, being like, okay, I'll stay, he needs me to protect him from these hijinks. Like, the, it, it, it felt like a, it could have been the pilot of the Obi-Wan TV show, and I don't think anyone would have been mad. Um, 
Okay. Well, no, I can't say no one would have been mad at Star Wars, but you know, like <laughs> everyone's always mad. Come on. Yeah. It, was, it was a solid, you know, it, it would have been like a solid kickoff for the, oh, you know, at least for the first half of the first episode of the Obi Wan show. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happens there is, um, he is, uh, yeah, he's got Anakin's lightsaber at one point, and he's like debating, like, oh, I gotta throw it away. I, I, I'm not sure what exactly was going through his head in that moment. That was a little confusing to business with Anakin's lightsaber. Um, but, you know, obviously it's an object that has a lot of emotional meaning to him that he's been keeping. Um, and he's thinking about leaving Tatooine for Luke's well-being. Um, and then, you know, he, he gets these Tuscans take his lunch money and leave the lightsaber. <laughs> it's really funny. Money. It's like, why did you take the lightsaber? But um, uh, he, you know, ends up, the Imperials show up at the, um, the moisture farm and they're interrogating and being like, oh, what, you know, the, the Larses are trying to hide Luke in case they're coming for him. The, the officers are like, why are you hiding this child? What do you have to hide? Huh? What's going on? Um, and then Obi-Wan comes and kicks ass. Um, and one of my favorite parts <laughs> right. about <Yeah. laughs> this As he film does. is little baby Luke. He is so cute. I am obsessed with this little child who plays like three-year-old Luke Skywalker. Um, and especially the fact that like, you know, Luke kind of watches Obi-Wan in his very Jedi badassery. He watches it all go down. And then, you know, obviously he's gonna forget it and have to learn it all over again. But I just thought that was that was so great. It's like, yeah, that, that lightsaber is gonna be yours. Like, just you wait. Um <laughs> I just thought it was so great. Um, and of course, you know, the uh, the hut that Obi-Wan is in at the beginning as well, just, it just felt like, yeah, that's right. Like, that's definitely where he lives. I had no questions. I forgot that, that was not in the movies. Um, or was it in the movies? And it's a recreation. I don't think it, it was. Uh, no, I mean, we, we got to see a bit of his, his hut. That's where Luke first went. Yeah, also, I, this handsome gentleman we see here, that's the Imperial, that is the uh, Clone Warriors voice actor for Obi-Wan. Yeah. Uh, the, the Taylor. So that's that's super cool. Um, yeah, so that's sick. Definitely recommend this. You can you can look at and just see the production value. I mean, just the, the thought of like having to build vaporators and stuff like that is like it's it's pretty it's pretty extreme, you know. There's there's a lot of stuff that has to go into this, a lot of planning, a lot of scheduling, um, and that's I don't know. There's so many moving parts on a film, and a lot of things I just think is really cool and unique about that as a form of storytelling. Like I don't think any other form of storytelling is anywhere near as collaborative as film. Yeah, um, and, and being able that. to get that. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Kind of going back to the what I was saying about uh, Obi Wan is one of the details I really like about uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, show or if it's a fan film is that uh, you can kind of tell like the way that he was, Jamie Costa was acting on it. Like there's a bit of tragedy he was hiding back. Cause like when he's talking about Luke, he was, he's like, the Imperial was like, where'd you find him? Or where's his father? And he's like dead. I like fear. And like, like you could tell like Obi-Wan was like hiding like a bunch of like his trauma from the Anakin and like kind of projecting it on the Luke. Mm-hmm. So like I felt like Jamie Costa did a really good job acting with that. Like like Hannah says, like he was really much like a chameleon. Yeah, as acting with with layers where you can see that there's there's stuff behind it, and that's that's the I don't know that's the stuff that really gets me excited about about acting. I mean I think of um, uh, 
like I'm super excited for 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 She Hulk because Tatiana uh, Manslani is there is there is one scene where you know that show is is about clones. There's a scene where it's it's one clone pretending to be the other, disguised as them, and you can tell that this is this person trying to mimic the mannerisms of that the other person and you can tell that i don't even know how you can act that out that sounds crazy to me but people can it's like that scene in harry potter where it's like um emma watson is playing what what was it she she's playing hermione pretending to be bellatrix but she's doing the bellatrix in it or no it's not right boilers no (laughs) pretending to be emma watson play at emma watson as Hermione pretending to be Bellatrix. Like there, are, there's so many layers in there. Yeah, Shakespearean. <laughs> yeah, truly. <laughs> no, that's so cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I gotta, I gotta ask you guys though. So if, uh, given the stuff that you love about films, uh, and it will we'll go around so we can all get in on it, if you could create your own project, what, what would you make? Uh, anyone want to go first? All right. That's well, a then tough I'm. One. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm calling on people. I'm calling on Harith first. Okay. I guess. Uh. Well, since I'm really into Star Wars books right now, I'd probably do a fan film set in the High Republic era. I don't know what exactly what I would do in that era. Maybe I would go something like old school. Maybe I would go like, uh, what are bounty hunters like during this time in the galaxy when the Republic is at its best and peak? How do they get their funds? Like, like something like that. And then like, make it like a cool, like little heist film. Maybe they're trying to go into Starlight Beacon and get something out of Starlight Beacon and get out. Something like that. I don't know. That's cool. Okay. So in, in your imagination, is this a book or is this a, a short film? Is this a uh, animated film? I would probably go uh, short film. Like maybe just like a 10 minute little short. Like maybe like a, like a, like a, like a, I don't know. That's hard. Again, it's like, you're just like, all right, make a fan film. I'm like, oh God, I need to think of something quick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. I'd probably go higher like, like, like heist, like Ocean Eleven style, something like, oh, they need to get something off of this. Okay. I, I, sometimes I like to put people on the spot. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> also, I got Mike Hinton in, in the in the chat. Just 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 bragging. He's got got Wookies and droids and troopers. If anyone's working on a film, uh, awesome. Thank you for for volunteering. That's uh, super appreciated. None of us are working on anything right now, but we'll definitely keep that in mind. We um, love droids. Also, droids here. I, uh, <laughs> we love, love the droids. If I can get more, please, please. Uh, <laughs> Also, at some point, Mike, uh, I should get you on here because I'm sure there's a story behind having all all of these. You know, I'm, I think I'm overdue for another collector's episode. Uh, so <laughs> definitely. Um, and then also, I just got to shout out Jazzy. Um, always a delightful person. Jazz. Hello, Jazz. Yeah, just just the best. Uh, we, we get we, we get the best the best crowds of people in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we appreciate all of y'all um all right and uh yeah let's let's go to uh discount boca tan next uh, and also anyone in the chat if you guys have an idea for a project you would love to create uh, go ahead and, and put it in the chat so i can shout them out as well um well so my dream if i'm making i my dream is twofold for my my fantasy star wars fan film 
For me, I want to play young Admiral Holdo. I think that would be really fun. I want to know more about Holdo. You know, there's like a little bit of her bloodlines and like she seems even cooler as a young lady. So that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, Hell yeah, I would love, oh my God. And you with purple hair, oh, that'd be a moment. <laughs> oh my God. We need to get you a purple wig right now. Right now, um, <laughs> or dye hair, whatever. I, I'm like, and Laura Dern is great, so you know, mm -hmm. if doing a, an impression could not be the end of the world. It would be fun. Um, <laughs> but uh, I also would love to see. Actually, somebody in the chat just said we need to see an Afro, like fan Ooh. film, which I wholeheartedly agree with as well. <laughs> um, uh, but my idea is, um, I would like to see like what ifs you know like like what, mm. what marvel had with what if i want to see in some star wars fan films where it's like what if you know uh what if ben had lived at the end of um rise of skywalker and he just had to go into hiding what's his life like that after he's done being the galaxy's biggest villain and he's just chilling like on tatooine what what does he do you know yeah. that that kind of thing you know what what if i don't know um, just, just, just like hypotheticals like that. The, the big one is I want to see what Ben would be up to if he had not died. But um, yeah, I, I, I would like to explore some alternate timelines. Yeah, uh, I love that. Also, uh, shout out to Mike Hinton again. We have triple zero. I think Nicole would make a great Afra. Well, if anybody wants to make a fan film about Dr. Afra. I'm here. <laughs> um, and Darth Juliet has one in the works. So yes, Julia. Yes. Can't, yes. can't wait. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. Uh, we got Quinlan Voss, the film. Absolutely. <laughs> Element Seven, somewhere in the chat, like one. <laughs> I think we may have just summoned him with that. Uh, Afra in the style of Fleabag is the greatest idea anyone has ever had. Uh, you're a genius. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I would love. I don't know Fleabag. Should I know Fleabag? <gasps> Watch oh Fleabag. God. I'm pretty sure it's still on Amazon Prime. I mean, it's an Amazon Prime like made series, right? Or if I'm yeah, it, would, it would definitely be on Prime. Um, no, it's, it's, Prime. it's fantastic. It's like the, you know, tongue-in-cheekiest of comedies. Um, I adore it. It's really good. It's by um, our favorite droid, L3. What's I can't remember. Uh, yeah, Phoebe Bridge. Phoebe, yeah. There you Waller go. Bridge. Phoebe Waller Bridge. Phoebe Waller Bridge. Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yes. Phoebe Bridgers is a singer. The singer, oh. yeah. <laughs> Phoebe Waller, Waller, whatever. Yes. L3. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's from it's from our favorite droid, L3. Yeah, I recommend highly. Awesome. I love it. Um, <laughs> See a lot of fleabag stands and then yes, a lot of fleabag stands. I know, stands. but then I get day four hundred chocolate. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, that's how I, I'm true. I'm the same way. This is the one time I'm familiar with references, so this feels it feels good on this on the on the other end, I'll tell you. I'm I lost. Mean, I, I watched <laughs> I watched the Lord of the Rings films for the first time a year ago. So like Me uh, too. You know, I'm like Me too. Never seen it. <laughs> oh, really? I would have pegged you for a, a Lord of the Rings fan. You know what? I I um I haven't seen the movies. I read The Hobbit, and okay, it, it was it was long, dude. It kind of turned me off. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's fair. 
<laughs> yeah, I rewatched them a year ago, and I fall in love with those movies every time. Fellowship of the Ring is my second favorite movie. Like, period. Really well done. Really well done movies. First, I was sort of a king guy myself, but you know. Yeah, fair. I mean, they're all kind of <laughs> like one one body of work, really. Yeah, yeah. they shot like all at the same time. Yeah, like well, back to back, I think. When you have the budget for it, then absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could see, uh, I could see this guy both hand as a hobbit, personally. Uh, I, I, I'd love to. Uh... I've I've been um, involved in several children's theater productions of The Hobbit um, as a as a stage manager um, and an assistant director, respectively. And um, it so I know the story from a condensed you know, version right. um, very <laughs> That's all well. You need to <laughs> but, and you know, I, I read the book when I was in what, elementary school, so it's been a minute, but, and that's probably why I didn't like it. I was nine, you know. Yeah, well, that's not when you, you know, you don't, <laughs> that's wrong. Try it again. Um, <laughs> you did it all wrong. Gosh, you didn't follow the instructions. Oh my gosh. Uh, how, about, how about you, Peyton? Uh, what, what, are you, what are you making? Okay. So this is a tough question. This is kind of like off the top of my head, but um, the one that Harris talked about where it's kind of those stormtroopers just talking to each other is really fascinating to me. I like focusing on kind of the smaller characters. And I also think we need more sequel trilogy content like in that era. So yes, yes. I had an idea for like, I want to see more of Rose and Paige when they were younger, because I think it would to see their bond as sisters, it would really add to the beginning of The Last Jedi and just the whole movie as a whole. And I just love when little things like that completely recontextualize other films. More and Canto Bite is kind of a, a hot take, but like I'm on Yeah, no, yeah. totally more Canto Bite. Ken yeah. Pen Where is Malik when we need him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Broom Kid, bring him back. There, yeah, that too. Maybe a fan film about him. I don't know, but just I want to. I want more context to the sequels, and I want to focus more on small characters. So something like that would probably totally be agree. my dream project. Awesome, I, I love it. Uh, let's see. I I got uh, Man on the Moon, Ooh. a Rail Avros film. That would be pretty cool. You know, Dooku's first uh, apprentice, who's having a lot of a lot of troubles having his kind of like falling out type type deal um where he is he was taken to the jedi older than most and as a result has some you know there's some some difficulties there um plus having his master having left the order could be a really interesting film um really interesting thing to explore forward into the black saying where's my alphabet fan film Alphabet Squadron, the final book, is so cool. Uh, but speaking of smaller characters, you have people who are in in, in the Alphabet Squadron um, uh, book. These are people who are pilots, and you end up finding out that the pilots on both sides are really not that different from each other um, at all. Not all of them even believe in their cause, but they have to they have to keep going they've already kind of made their bed and they're forced to lie in it um you know what do you do when you lead a company of these of these men and they don't have anything to fight for but they don't have a future without without this empire uh what do you do 
don't know. It's just uh, there's there's a lot of interesting things, and, and like you said, you know, focusing on kind of like these smaller characters and things would just be really really cool. Um, <laughs> Kamala says Kedpin. Uh, also, shout out to Cobot Squadron. Um, that book, uh, if you get the audiobook, it's actually read by Kelly Marie Tran, but it does oh, kind of go. Cool. It, it does kind of go into that a bit, and it has um, her and her sister and them first getting involved and joining joining the the bombing squadron. Um, we have a Babu Frick fan film, absolutely. And then a uh, shout out to uh, Galactic Empire. It's, it's Star is Music, but Metal, and it's amazing. Their cover of the Asteroid Belt theme is everything to me. Like, it is it's brutal and beautiful. And well, speaking of scores, most of those films that we watched had, like, original compositions that were insane. I just, I, I, oh, I just realized nobody mentioned that, and it's bonkers. Um, but just throwing that out there. A lot of good, yeah, a lot yeah. of good, a lot of good scores. I remember the Mall Apprentice one had a really good score from what I was remembering. The, the, like the one with them set before Phantom Menace, I thought that had a really good score. Absolutely. Speaking of Babu Frick fan film, another <laughs> thing I just thought of is what, what if we had a fan film where it's just Babu Frick fixing a bunch of different droids, like people just bring them in and you get the story of those characters and what's wrong with their droid, like with Babu yeah. Frick at the center. That would be kind of cute. That yeah. would be cool. I'm into it, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll write that. All right. And, um, yeah, Nicole, what are you, uh, what are well, you making? I very aggressively agreed about uh, more sequel stuff. I feel like, you know, once I do my research, because I, I feel like I know 5% compared to everybody else in this fandom about the lore and and the world and I, I i know next to nothing um i it's, it's like that audio it's like one day it all makes sense and the next day i don't understand any of it <laughs> um but once <laughs> i would do my research i feel like i would love to make something post rise of skywalker i don't know if it'd be you know maybe a new Finn jedi new, training right yeah a new <laughs> sort of jedi academy run by one by Miss Ray, or or maybe a new threat that comes after you know the the First Order, something like that. I I don't know some 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 cool new Jedi training academy kind of thing would be really fun to make. I feel yeah. I just want more. I want more uh, stuff after uh, Rise of Skywalker. I'd love to see that. Did someone say Finn. No, but we're all thanking him very loudly. Um, <laughs> just, 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 uh, just as usual. But uh, Art and Nicole, would you would you want to star in it, direct it? Unfortunately, maybe. Yeah, no, kidding. Um, <laughs> no, it'd be great. I don't know what I would who or what I would do. Um, but yeah, I'd love to snag myself a role in something I'd I'd, I'd make. I just don't know what what. Uh, Anybody in the chat, what do you guys think? Uh, right post Rise of Skywalker era, what would you see me? Who would you see me portraying? Let me know. I'm interested. Um, I have an idea. <laughs> I mean, I see you as an original character who is some sort of um, some sort of force sensitive bounty hunter. That's like, Ooh. Mm. 
Ooh. discovering the, the force and like not sure what to do, but you also kill people. So you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> as one does as a bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say pose kid, but I think that could be conflicting for you to have Oscar Isaac playing your father. Listen, listen, <laughs> that is He's the, supposed while, to be her daddy, not her father. While, <laughs> while I might have to, you know, swallow some vomit, it would be a good acting challenge. I think like it's in a sick, twisted little way. Yeah. Like who knows? Um, Cause here's the thing. Um, early in 2021 on when i just started to get on star wars tiktok i was fortunately and unfortunately compared to oscar a lot a lot of people in my comments like oh my god you guys look like siblings oh my god you look like you could be post sister so i see it i don't see it i understand it i don't understand it it's a battle every day um and again i think it'd be a cool challenge i don't know um it'd be really sick and twisted but i'm open for it i'm open to the sick <laughs> <laughs> I am. Awesome. <laughs> I, I absolutely love it. Uh, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, we have uh, Chris saying, I'm still waiting on the Lost Stars fan film starring Nicola oh, Santa Reed. That would be um, cool. Yeah. I write that. Awesome. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much like i i had a lot of fun kind of like going into the, the nitty-gritty i learned some stuff about film and hopefully everyone has a lot more fan films that they need to watch because like we saw like the uh, overall quality is just just really really going up you know um <laughs> nicole going no! to the really <laughs> <laughs> we gotta stick to the structure too. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta really, we gotta reference the OT. We gotta homage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Homage. Obviously, um. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I didn't move my guitar. It was sitting right here. I would have played Sweet Home Alabama. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> that being said, uh, thank you guys once again for for coming out. Um, I want to do if. Um, if if we can go around one last time um kind of give us your your final thoughts um uh let me actually let me ask has everyone here seen episode three of the book of boba fett no i haven't okay never mind then all right final thoughts on uh on these these fan films or anything about the stars community anything you want to want to say and um once again let us know where we can find you and your amazing content um, and we will start with Harith. Hi, uh, I'm Harith Productions on TikTok, like I said earlier. Uh, they find a show on YouTube every Monday, talking about set topics, and kind of just talking about fan films, like wrap up final thoughts. I feel like people kind of overlook and overestimate like, like how much of an impact they can have on like Star Wars overall, because like, again, like sometimes it's super stepping minor, like, a, like oh, this is a stunt worker's like, like show off reel or uh oh this is a vfx test or oh i did this as like a little like what i can see like the guy that did like the blue skywalker deep fakes that like got hired by lucasfilm like like a lot of these things have big effects and people don't realize it and i feel like they can be like an artistic like medium to like help them get into filmmaking and they can eventually kind of like achieve what they want to do so yeah that's kind of my thoughts on that <laughs> i mean I've had crazy opportunities just pop up randomly from making videos on TikTok, you know, like it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy. But like, if you have passion for something, just, just go out and 
then go for it. Do it, you know? And who, who knows? Who knows what happens? But either way, you'll be closer to where you want to be. You'll have fun. You'll gain some more skills. Won't be too bad. Um, and for uh, JJ Cat Lady, um, as soon as I finish here, I'm going to put all the entire list of fan films that um, that we were working with. I'm going to put it in the description field um, for this video if you want to uh, check it out. Also, while we're wrapping up, if you haven't already given the stream a like, um, I know I forget to do that sometimes myself. Deploy the likes. I, I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, how about you, uh, Hannah? Yes. Um, so, hi, I'm Hannah. Uh, you can find me on TikTok at Discount Bo-Katan. Um, I do little, little comedy videos there, and it's a lot of fun. Awesome. And any uh, final thoughts on uh, on anything? <laughs> I I think that it's yeah, thoughts uh, thoughts in general. You know, I don't tend to have those. Um, no, uh, I think that you know you should not feel like making fan films is inaccessible just because a lot of them are so high budget. Because a lot of these fan film makers, I'm sure, did not start out with that product. You know, um, if you want to make a Star Wars fan film, there is no wrong way to go about doing it. In my humble opinion, even though you know, I I don't know anything about um, what it takes to actually make one of these, except for you know, I've seen the the money that goes into them. But um, you know, you you should feel empowered to make your film. As long as you put your passion and your heart into it, I will watch it. Send it to me. Um, <laughs> those are my those are my Star Wars fan fan. Oh my, whatever movie thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, I, I yeah, I, I love it. That's the thing that gets most people the, the people the most excited to see. And what's funny is like when you're watching someone you you know if you don't know them, and there are uh, even if it seems like they're having a hard time, like. Nine out of ten times, we're rooting for them, you know? So, like, mm -hmm. just go out. I look at, you know, my content when I first started. I'm still not good at it. But, like, it was so bad that I look at these old videos. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but they say, you know, you got to make at least, like, at least a hundred terrible videos before you start moving. So the faster you get through it's it. So true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the sooner you get it over with, the sooner you're going to be master at it <laughs> none of the none of the things that we displayed on this stream are any of these people's first projects well we'll say that for sure um but yeah yeah how about you nicole um so again my name is nicole maricela you can find me on tiktok at nicole maricela uh instagram nicole dot maricela um i'm more active on tiktok i do star wars marvel stuff uh very novice cosplays um acting things here and there um and my closing thoughts on on fan films and um star wars fan films i really never tapped into these kinds of uh films before uh you you brought up the idea chaco so um i'm definitely feeling a lot more inspired to like make my own projects again whether it's star wars related or not um because it's been a while it's been maybe like two or three years since i've created something of my own i have a screenplay that's literally collecting dust 
So I'm definitely Do super it. inspired. I know I have to <laughs> soon enough. Hopefully this year I will have it done. Um, yeah, very inspiring and and just it's it, um, these films just gave me more reason to love Star Wars as a franchise in general. Just everything from the effects to to the music, the score to to the costumes and and or wardrobe, I should say. Um, you know, it's it's always nice to have like an extra thing to remind you and, and remind yourself like, oh yeah, this is why I like this stuff. Cause it's cool and it's interesting and it's it's fascinating. And there's so much passion and work put into these kinds of, uh, um, into all these kinds of medias. So um, yeah, who knows? Maybe one day I'll, I'll try to make my own sort of Star Wars fan film. Um, but yeah, I don't think anybody should underestimate uh, these kinds of things, especially the ones that are, you know, not for profit on YouTube. You can watch in a click and, and finish and consume in like 10 minutes. Um, I, I think these are wonderful bodies of work. Um, I enjoy the ones that I watched for sure. And I want to watch a lot more that I, I didn't get to. Um, a couple that you guys talked about beforehand. Um, and yeah, it was fun. It was fun to kind of... Uh, react in in real time and, and and make as many notes as i possibly can in real time so i can talk about it here so <laughs> yeah i think that's something i'll definitely um keep keep doing just keep watching more and more star wars uh fan made films and, and keep getting yeah. inspired yeah uh, plus you also you, you can't watch these or participate in them without having an appreciation for how the actual films are are made right you know um and like i don't know i just feel like there's there's a sometimes there's there's complaints when but if you ask like oh how would you do it and you're like well I don't know mm -hmm. <laughs> type, mm -hmm. type of deal uh, last but certainly not least we have uh, we have Peyton but real quick I want to shout out this one it says before Disney um, brought us new content the fan films kept us going and that's I mean that's that's the really the truth because there was there was nothing for large large portions of time where all you had was just these little little projects that people would work on to keep things alive um the original one which is hardware wars which is on the list it's one of the very first uh fan films even got a nod um by brian johnson in the last jedi hit once again um but yeah uh peyton all right, so my name is Peyton. You can find me on TikTok at Peyton underscore JB. I talk about movies, and I branch out to Star Wars as well, and I collect physical media. So it's a ton of fun over there. You should check it out. And closing thoughts, I mean, like Nicole was saying, it's really inspiring, and I also had not really looked into Star Wars fan films before this, but I'm certainly going to look into a lot more of them now and some of the ones we talked about that I didn't get a chance to watch sound really interesting and it's amazing what people can do with just a love for the franchise you know mm -hmm. and what it made me realize really is there's a lot of stuff in star wars like there's a <laughs> lot of different corners of the universe that you can you can tackle so it's it really is just so many things to work with so many ideas to be had and i just really think that it's cool that a lot of people are bringing them to life yeah oh man absolutely absolutely and uh as someone that is a huge lover of you know both canon material and um 
and Legends material, if there's a story you want to see, write it. Do it. Yeah. Make it. Exactly. I want to see it. You know? Like, people... I mean, people all the time will talk about things that they don't like about Star Wars, but you you could really make something that you like that is Star Wars. I mean, that's what this proves. It's it's awesome. Literally in any sort of media, too. It could be a film. It could be a series. It could be an animated short. It could be a fan fiction for all we care. Like, if it's something that we can consume, we're going to want to see it. Exactly. You watch a film and you're like, oh, I kind of wish it was this way. Mm-hmm. Then do, do it. it like that. It. Yeah. <laughs> Passion projects are the best type of projects. Literally, and, I agree. And reach out to Mike Hinton because uh, Mike Hinton has all the costumes and is just the coolest pe- person. I don't know. Just, <laughs> I, I, we, we, we got we got we got chill or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so now James Connell O'Connell says, "When is the fan film coming out with this cast right here?" What would he I, be? What would we be? What would we, well, yeah. What, what, would, we, what would we do? Hmm? Hmm? I want to play a Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Set. Say less. Yep. <laughs> no, I think we, we could we could put someone together and uh, can can act and do all the other roles. Um, you know, I I think I can picture Harith as as an awesome droid. Uh, okay. I, I just I just see it. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know what I would play. I don't know, but it'd be fun. Some type of alien. I'll I'll be a I don't know. I'll be a hut or something. I just like chill. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, thank you guys uh, once again and for everyone in the chat. Um, thank you, Saint Pat, uh, Connor, uh, Master Yoro. Um, uh, cat lady who is now expecting chrysanthemum cosplays uh, from from Peyton. Love <laughs> to see it. <laughs> um, Samuel just... Carly cosplays first. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Isaac Church. Uh, we got just just the the best group: Darth Juliet, um, Chris Star Wars lawyer. Uh, we got uh, Brooke um, Element Seven, Xanatos. Wonderful people. Thank you guys for hanging out with us and may the force be.